Discord. Okay, we are live. Um, well, we are recording. Uh, welcome to episode two of the Bisex Bisexual Fetishist podcast. Um, my guest for today is Matt, also known as Tickle Fan Tickle Fun eighteen. Uh, almost got that. You were right. Fan eighteen. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So I was right the first time. Yes, you were. <laughs> okay. Yes, tickle fan eighteen. Um, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I I've been better. Um, I told you about the mishap of traffic and appointments, but yep. I'm doing good now. Yeah, I'm just getting over a cold myself. So if I if I cough in the middle of this, I do apologize. But uh, feeling a lot better than what this thing started off with. You know, being bedridden for three days not a fun time. So. Oh yeah, I I have tons of fans who are sick with colds right now, and I'm just getting over my allergies. Oh, that's uh, the worst. Yeah, you'd think winter would kill them, but they they don't. No, doctors lie. They no. they don't. <laughs> it, it just it, makes it, it worse sometimes. It does. It does. Because <laughs> then you have the. Yeah, I don't want to go into that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, <laughs> uh, back on topic. Um, what I would like to start off with is um what got you into like the fetish and kink world like could you tell us how you got into it sure i think with a lot of us and i know myself personally uh what i noticed was finding things even when i was younger even when i was a kid you know finding episodes of maybe like are you afraid of the dark or episodes like even cartoons like teenage mutant ninja turtles where they might be tied up or they might get tickled or you know their feet are exposed or things like that and and even younger i would and looking back on it i'm like oh yeah like i definitely was totally into all of that and i i you get that funny feeling in the pit of your stomach and you're like oh Oh, what is this? And then you go when you're older, you're like, yeah, it's something you like, dude. So you're good. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. Um, I I never realized my bisexuality till I was in like my late teens, but mm. I, I could tell like at an earlier stage with like with the cartoons and stuff like you said with the different movies and stuff like that, like that kind of got me into um both tickling and also bondage because i'm also into bondage too so it got me pretty much into that um i don't know with, with uh since i also like feet though um oddly enough the i am certain there's like a bisexual there's like a i'm certain there's a foot fetish gene out there because a lot of the people on my dad's side have foot fetishes really? i'm the only one yeah I, i'm the only one who likes both male and female but you know like talking with other family members there are people who have loved female feet like in the past which, I think which that's is awesome. crazy i think that's awesome that you can actually talk to your family about that you know because considering it's a it's a kink that you all share you know it's something that my family we're not we don't talk about things when my parents found out you know the website that i'm doing they they you know, lost their shit for lack of a better term. But, you know, ultimately what it comes down to is it's something that makes us happy. It's something that, that we enjoy and it's something that I enjoy. And, you know, why am I going to deprive myself of that for someone else's comfort? You know, I love my parents dearly, but, you know, ultimately 
this is what makes me happy and and being able to express i have a foot fetish as well and i have a sock fetish a lot big thing into socks as well but um you know being able to express that freely on camera being able to just dive right into a pair of feet or be able to tickle somebody you know it's a lot of fun and that's something that i like to to show uh especially in my videos we're here to have fun we're here to have a good time we're here to laugh we're here to moan we're here if you want to have an orgasm great we'll have an orgasm as well you know <laughs> but ultimately that comes down to the comfort of what people want on camera anyway yeah exactly it it does come down to that and um like around what age would you say did you start like tickling people like in your 20s 18 like i want to say because i had a very eclectic group of friends in high school so even around the ages of like 13 14 you know the group that i found you know it's playing those those little tickle games you know or getting a bet going when you're playing a video game and oh you know the loser's gonna have to be held down and tickled and it's like well maybe i might lose this one on purpose <laughs> you know what i mean but ultimately you know it started back in high school even you know even <laughs> as much as uh people are like no one's looking at you in the locker room let's be honest we were all horny teenagers at one point at one point we're all looking around you know even if you're straight, you know, it doesn't matter. You're all looking around. You're all seeing, you know, who's got what, who's wearing what, what's pop, what's the popular kid doing, what's the not popular kid doing. You're all looking at it anyway. So, you know, lots of fantasies came from that. And a lot of fantasies still still remain from that. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's just knowing what you like. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I can uh, totally relate to that you know and and especially with um especially when it comes to foot fetishes as you know you know sometimes especially during the summertime you know they're just out in the open it's a good time <laughs> summertime is a great time it, you see you, you see it as a great time i see it as great they're deliberately teasing ah! <laughs> that, that's what i see it as i see it as especially if they're like straight it's like great they know that i can't do it and i'm just going to sit here and watch right right <laughs> Well, see, I'm I'm down here in Florida, so it is warm most of the time. So I get that pretty often. I want to say at least 300 days out of the year, I get some flip flops elsewhere. But again, I'm also more uh, more into a sock thing. So I love being able to see guys with like the ankle socks on and just ah, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, you you would you're in the wrong state then because you would love you, you would love it in Pennsylvania because there are tons of guys that wear like the slide on flip flops with like socks. You you would uh, love that. actually it's funny because I was on my way to Chicago and a guy sat down right in front of me and he had the slides with the ankle socks and it was like perfect and he was like kind of dangling the the slide off of his foot and I'm just like yo so. Oh did God, I, how did you concentrate? <laughs> I did. I didn't. I pulled out my phone. I acted like I was doing a text message and I took a picture of it. Like that's what, that's what we did. <laughs> oh, I understand. I understand. I was like, I'll, see, I'll, I'll savor this later. That's what I'll do. It, you see, if that were me, I'd just be like, you know, out the corner of my eye, just staring and be like, okay, try to focus somewhere else or something. <laughs> Cause 
I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's. I'm just going to keep on staring. That's how I look at it. <laughs> uh, if I make eye contact with this person, then I'm doing the wrong thing because I'm not looking at the foot anymore. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, you won't know if they're noticing that you're looking at them. So that's, that's true. That's, that's true. also never thing. <laughs> that's true. Then you can always like give a look back to them and be like, "Yo, like, they socks." <laughs> and uh, like, like may- maybe their feet hurt off for a foot rub or something. <laughs> Off her foot rub or something. Unfortunately, his girlfriend was sitting right next to him. I was like, God damn it. So uh yeah, yeah, that that pesky stuff happens. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's it's all good though. Uh yeah. So um as far as like your experience, like I assume that you've had sessions in the past, right? Oh, I've had quite a few sessions now, especially yeah. especially with the started website, which by the way, the uh, name of the website is ticklishchubs.com. Um, it's something that I feel like is a lot of, a lot, a a lot of, um, people want to see normal people get tickled. You know, it, Mm -hmm. you don't need to be this chiseled porn star to enjoy the fetish. And I, I like to do that for my website. I like being able to say, Hey, you know, here's, here's, you know, normal average guy, beautiful feet highly ticklish let's have some fun you know and i'm open i'm open to everybody and i'm not we're not ageist you know you know i've had older silver foxes on there as well like it runs the gambit uh but i absolutely love it do do you have like a best experience worst experience story oh my goodness so uh have you heard of tickle fest yes i have so I went to Tickle Fest in Philly the first time was in 2021 and it completely changed my life uh, and all the guys on the board I've told all of them I'm like guys you don't understand how much this has changed my life and I really do mean it changed the trajectory of where I was going you know I was a recruiter for other companies and I just wasn't happy and realizing that this is where I need to be. And this is the content I need to be making. Like it really solidified that. I want to say when it comes to like best and worst, worst is usually like a guy on Grindr who will say, yeah, I'm into it. And then, you know, two seconds into it, he's like, oh yeah, but you know, can I suck your dick? And it's like, that's not why we're here. Like we can do that later, but like, that's, that's funny. You mentioned that. Cause my first guest on this podcast mentioned grinder and how bad it was. It can be so bad, but it can also be so good. Like I've also had some really good experiences mm-hmm. where I, you know, cause I'm just on, I'm on grinder. I'm tickle fan 18 as well. So it's right there. Like there's no, there's no hiding it. My favorite is when people go, what are you into? And I go, have you read the title? Like, I mean, yeah, come on. It that, is right that's what, there. That's what my first guest said too. Someone messages him asking him what kind of kinks he's into. And he's like, it's specifically in my name and in my description. Exactly. They not read these profiles. That's what he was telling me. And the funniest thing, now here's the thing. Ryan is a very good friend of mine. You're your first guest. So yeah. he he was he actually we met at fest in philly and we became best friends and like i absolutely i absolutely love him and he is very sadistic when it comes to some of the things that he could do he is very good at what he does uh he's gonna get mad at me for not being the best one but he was not the best session i ever had best session that i ever had was actually at this past 
Ticklefest in Atlanta. So as a sponsor, I sponsored the event as well. Ticklefest Chubb sponsored the event. And I was given access to the playroom for two hours. So I was like, okay, great. That means I can film as much content as possible. Well, I was psychotic and I was like, let's just make it a day of content making. I did eight videos from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I had the playroom at 2 p.m. So from 10 to 11, I was a lure. From 11 to 12, I was a lead. From 12 to one, I was a lure. From one to two, I was a lead. From two to 3.30, I did three back-to-back luring sessions. And then at 3.30, I allowed all three of those people to get their hands on me. And that was probably the best session that I've ever had because we, we incorporated other aspects. You know, I'm very, I never can shame. I'm very much into trying new things. And I had never done bastinata before and I had never done impact play before. So we incorporated that into this final session that I was having. Now, mind you, we're eight sessions in and I'm exhausted. I've been laughing my ass off. I've been tickling the shit out of so many different guys. And, you know, the impact play and the bastinado and just going into the tickling again, it was so absolutely intense. And it got to the point where I actually felt myself uh, shutting down. And uh, Kwisatz, who's actually from Canada, uh, and I met him at Fest as well, he actually noticed that my body was shutting down. He goes, okay, guys, I think we broke him. Uh, and I had never been broken in a session before. And it was great because the second he said that, everybody stopped. You know, I had two guys rubbing my legs, rubbing my feet. Uh, Quizats was un- undoing me. They were un- they were undoing me off of the bed. And he actually took my arms and he put, put them like in a cross across me. And he just hugged me. And I, my, I just started to cry. And I went, why am I crying? Like you can, and you can hear it on the video as well. Like, why am I crying? He goes, you just had a a very serious BDSM session. Like, you know, your body needs a release. It's okay. Just let it out. And I completely bawled my eyes out and I left it in the video as well. And I let people know, I'm like, listen, there's not going to be any tickling past this point because I feel showing aftercare and showing that uh, understanding what your sub is going through, I think that's very important. So I kept that rolling and I kept it going and it was the most beautiful, intense, amazing feeling and session that I have ever had. And I'm, I really do look forward to having other ones like that. It was, it was insane, I loved it. Yeah, um, with with Ticklefest, I know that some like producers could do that thing. Have you met any like producers of like sites? So, do you know my friend's feet? Yes, I do. Rich is actually a very good friend of mine now. Um, he actually enc- encouraged me to make make my own website, and he allows me to use his space that he uses for my friend's feet for Ticklefest Chubs. Uh, Rich is a fan fantastic human being he really really is just an amazing human uh and will give you the shirt off his back if he could uh he was actually sponsoring the event with me uh him and his best friend and also a good friend of mine i don't know if you know achilles heel art 
I think I don't. So if you go onto my friend's feet, you can actually go through Achilles' heel art as well, and it's all mm-hmm. tickling artwork uh, that he has done. Uh, Achilles is, is an amazing oh, wait, artist. Did you say Achilles' heel? Yes. Oh, I do know him. Okay, now that I hear the name again. Yes, I do know him. I've seen his work on DeviantArt. Yes, he is fantastic. And so all three of us, we all know each other. And it was so funny because when I met Rich in 2021 in Philly, I was also talking to Achilles online. And Achilles was like, "Uh, Rich, put Matt on your site. Like, you should put Matt on your site. And, you know, Rich is down here in Orlando with me. So I went over to the studio one day and got in the chair, got the hell tickled out of me by the master himself. And the rest is history. You know, we're all really good friends. And it was great that like the three of us are sponsoring Tickle Fest together. And we're all just kind of like talking to each other and just figuring everything out. It was an absolute blast. Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah, I've. I've chatted with um, like one or two guys who I know who have run sites in the past. Um, like, I don't know if you know, well, you probably know the site, but you probably don't know who runs the site. Maybe, maybe you do. Um, you know, the site uh, captured guys. Oh yeah. I loved captured guys. Yeah. Do you know the guy who runs that uh, Paul? I don't know him personally. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't met him, but I was able to chat with him online a few years ago and he he was pretty neat to meet like not meet but neat to chat with yeah it's it's great because i love being able to chat with other like content creators and it's great to you know have rich right there and i you know rich is in my phone like i could text him anytime um but being able to just go hey like how are you doing x y and z I see this new lighting that you're doing. I'm, I'm interested. How did you do that? Can you show me? And he'll literally come over to the studio and be like, Hey Matt, you know, this is what I did. This is what I did there that, you know, and just shows basically shows me the robes and, you know, being able to meet him. I've met um, Nathan justice was actually at Philly's tickle fest. Didn't get to talk to him uh, personally though. Uh, but he was there, he had his models there, and he was doing demonstrations and, you know, things like that, which is great. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anybody else that I, that I might have talked to? A lot, of, a lot of, like, OnlyFans people, you know, I'm always constantly trying to collaborate with people. And it's like, hey, I'm into this, you are into that, let's collab, let's see what we can do. You know, we're, I'm very fortunate, you know, we're at the end of December right now. And my site launched very beginning of October and, you know, we've got content set all the way up until the middle to the end of May. So, you know, I hit the ground running and we just, we just keep going with it. So it's constantly, you know, who do you know? And it's like, okay, who wants to do this? And I have a lot of friends who have been like, Hey, I know what you're doing. Very cool. Very proud of you. Glad that you've started your own thing. I'm interested in trying it out. So it, you know, a few of the models that you see on my site, they're actually friends of mine. And they're, they were either terrified to do it at first, or they were totally like, Hey, this, this intrigues me. And uh, then they want to come back, you know? 
how many would uh, come back? Like, what percentage of them would actually want to do it again, though? Uh, out of the 27 models that I have right now, I want to say at least 85% of them have either come back already or want to come back. Oh, that that's pretty, that's a pretty big percentage. I was going to be more like 20, 25%. No, I, I like being able to have multiple scenes with the same person because we're here to have a good time. We're here to, we're here to enjoy this together. We're here to figure it out together. Um, I always allow my models because I'm a switch. I'm a 50, 50 switch. So I always allow my models to get the revenge on me because they, you know, I might've done a technique on them that they have never had done to them before. Or they're like, you know, what the fuck are you doing with the grooming glove? Like, you know, things like that. And then when you use it on them, they're like, oh, well, I need to get you back now. So I'm always very much like, hey, come on back, you know, or a lot of times what we'll do is we'll have it where I will get them. And then within the same day, you know, I'll just have them tie me down and and have their way with me as well. I think a lot of it comes down to how you treat your models, you know, uh, I tell my, I tell every single model that I have your comfort and your safety come before any video that I will ever do. You know, you can tell me over the phone. Yeah. I want to do it all. I want to be completely naked. I want you to oil me up. I want you to jerk me off three different times. Like I want to have multiple orgasms. I want to be absolutely wrecked. You come to me that day and you say, Hey, I know what I said. I'm not comfortable with this right now. Perfect. What are you comfortable with? You don't need to be naked. You don't even need to be in your boxers. You know, we can do scenes. There are playful things that we can do that do not require nudity, do not require any type of sexual activity. That's not require an orgasm. And I make that abundantly clear to them. I always have a safe word, no matter what. Um, my safe word's always blue. If they come with their own safe word, great. We will use that. I know people who have a, a green light, yellow light, red light system where green is go for it. Yellow is go somewhere else. And red is we're done. So I personally like blue because I like just being able to say, hey, let's take a break then because you clearly need a break at the moment. Not necessarily like if I'm getting your armpits, I'm going to move down to your feet. But it's like, okay, you need you need a break. I've had people come to me saying, I don't do safe words, blah, blah, blah. And I go, that's great. Your safe word is still blue because if there is an emergency, I need to know. Now, mind you, that's also my job as a dom to be completely aware of what the sub is doing and how the sub is feeling. So, you know, if I notice that something is wrong, I will immediately unlatch them. I've had instances where, you know, I was unlatching somebody and I was saying, hey, are you okay? And they're like, yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, just, I just needed a moment and <laughs> they'll either forget the safe word or, you know, just be like uh, too stubborn to use it. I've had that as well. And it's like, listen, we are here to have fun. It is my job to push you. But as the sub, the sub is 100% in charge every single time. Yeah, but have you had anything that you didn't expect and that was too out of the ordinary? Anything I didn't expect. I had 
one person who wanted to be double teamed. And so, excuse me, I had somebody come in. We were getting ready to double team and we were going to record and everything. And this person decided that they were going to have a small meal before the session. Now, I am a a sadistic motherfucker. I really am. Um, I can be so sweet, but at the same time, it's like when when I know something is going to get a reaction, I hone in on that and I milk it for everything that it's worth, you know? And this person was like, yeah, let's do it. And I've worked with this person before and they were totally like, okay with it. So we tied them down and just, I got his upper body. My other friend got his lower body and probably for a good two, three minutes straight, just tickling the absolute hell out of this guy. And he's losing, he's absolutely losing his shit. Like, you know, begging me to stop, not using the safe word, you know, the whole nine. He knows the safe word. He knows he knows he can beg me to stop unless you use the safe word. I ain't stopping. Then it was, it was the craziest thing. Like you, you've ever seen in like a cartoon, like you see all of the color in the, in the cartoon just completely go out of the person and it's just a puddle on the ground. Well, that happened in real life and hit his color just completely lost his body. And I went, uh Oh, and he goes, I need to go to the bathroom. So we undo him really quick. And as he's rolling off of the table, he says, I'm going to be sick and runs to the bathroom and pukes his guts out. Now, normally I would be like, okay, breathe. Um, He had beet juice beforehand. So the beet juice actually looked like he was throwing up blood. And I went like, what the hell is happening? And then he thought it was blood. I thought it was blood at first. And then of course, you know, upon closer inspection, uh, it was a lot more purple than it was red, but you know, you, you just see something projectile vomiting. Now I will give him credit. Every drop inside the toilet, like he did not like miss anything, but he must've seen my face because as he's throwing up, he looks up, he goes, it's beet juice. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Well, that, that does actually look like blood. My my dad, when he was alive, he would have beet juice for the past last few years of his life. And that stuff, when I would mix it for him, did look a little bit like blood like paste blood. or something. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I'm going to die. He's going to die. I don't know what's happening. So I would say that's probably one of the one of the worst experiences I've had. Not the worst experience, but, you know, definitely one, definitely up there <coughs> yeah yeah most definitely um now um i know that we talked about like cartoons and stuff like that before um do i know with everything there can be like fan fiction stuff mm-hmm. um are there some characters like either in cartoon or in shows or movies that you know, you would have loved to see in some kind of, you know, one way or another. Oh, oh God. 
when I was growing up, any any of the male Power Rangers, really, like, oh my god, like that would have been absolutely amazing. Just growing up and having that, that would have been very cool. I always had a thing, you know, for I think his name was Adam. He was the he was the Black Ranger. Uh, this was after Zach had left. Zach was hot all all along on his own, but Adam came in. Rocky was great. Tommy was, I mean, literally I could go down the gambit and just be like, yo, if we had a, a Power Rangers tickle monster fan fiction or, you know, it would be even better if we had a fan fiction and then we had somebody draw what could happen to them. That would, that's something that, oh, I've always, I've always loved stuff like that. I've, uh, I can remember distinctly like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like there's one where it's almost like electricity comes out of the one guy and it's tickling the hell out. I think it's Michelangelo is getting tickled, but you know, stuff like anything like that. I love, I love fantasy tickles. I love the idea of a tickle monster coming out in the middle of the night and taking you under the bed and being in this world where it won't stop. And time is different in this world than it is, you know, in the real world, you know, a day here could be a second in the real world. So you could be there for years and nobody would know. So things like that, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, what about with like literature? Like I know a lot of people write with like short stories and literature, like, are you into that as well or not so much? I am. I actually do enjoy, you know, being able to read, uh, some of the stuff. I remember Rope Jock. Rope Jock used to have some great stories on it. Um, My Friend's Feet also, I think you could still find, I think there is like a little a little section that had stories. Um, I like writing them myself. You know, I'd love to be able to put that on the site. It's just, you know, being able to sit down and find the time, you know, it's the end of the year. So uh, everything's going crazy. We're all going crazy with the holidays and whatnot. So I'm taking, I'm taking a little bit of a break myself uh and just a trying to get better and just do all that but with that i've kind of been jotting down some ideas for fan fiction and tickle tickle fiction and tickle art and i've been talking to friends from the fest as well you know my good friend uh tim he's he actually came up with several scenarios that i plan on using at some point you know the idea of tickle hell or a tickle game show you know, I have the idea of, um, I'd love to see a drawing of it, but the idea of somebody in the tickle chair and you see nothing, like it's just reds and oranges and blacks and shadows and things like that. And all you see are these hands come up from behind the chair and you just see the hands tickling somebody. I've never seen anything like that. So I kind of want to incorporate that at some point. I think it'd be, I think it'd be really hot just throwing it out there that does sound rather interesting it's something different too i think right that's something that i that i want to keep doing with my website it's what have you not seen you know i've got a a new section that's going to be coming out called uh tales of the traveling tickler where i travel i've gone to key west i've gone to chicago already uh and I meet up with models and I meet up with people who want to experience this and want to be able to just be tied down and uh, and have a few laughs. The great thing about Chicago uh, was I went to go visit Ryan and Ryan 
and his roommate, they have their own little section in their house. Uh, Rox Tickler, who is absolutely amazing as well. Great guy. Met him at Fest. And um, they were gracious enough to let me use their space and say, yeah, bring people over, have as many models as you want. And I got, you know, seven different scenes out of that, which was great. So I really do feel that us in the tickle community and and even in the foot fetish community and any fetish community, we really need to stick together and we need to allow people to express themselves and, you know, with content creation, work together, really work together and, and be like, Hey, I do it this way, this way, this way. I see you do it that way. How's that working out for you? What What's the benefits to the way you do it? You know, so you know how it is. You get some people who are just absolutely gung-ho. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. And then you have some people who don't want to talk to anybody else. And then I wonder how do you get sessions? Like, Yeah, most definitely. Um I sometimes, well, when I used to write, I used to do the same thing. Like um, if I created a certain kind of story genre, um, you know, someone would read it and it would be like an artist and they'd be like, okay, I can, you can commission me to do a certain scene from that story. And they would do that scene. And it, it was almost like bringing it to life almost. I see that's stuff that I love. I love being able to collaborate with people and be able to do things like that. You know, I would love to be able to write a scene and have somebody, you know, draw it, color it, do the whole, do the whole night, make a, make a goddamn comic book out of it. I don't give a fuck, but I think it would be really, it'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, there, there's this one artist that I know, like he would take any scene from something that I would write and he'd just be able to like instantly just think okay i have an idea and then like hours later or a day later I'd be like here's a sketch i did i'm like you fought up that that quickly wow see i love that i love that i think we need to talk more after this podcast <laughs> yeah mo- most definitely like it i i would tell him and I would tell him a lengthy detail, not a short, like, oh, just this, that. Um, I would go into, because I'm all about detail. And I, mm-hmm. I'm i like, okay, this has to be that way. This has to be this way. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to take a week, two weeks. He's probably going to rattle his brain or something. It, the next day, I wake up in the morning. I turn on my laptop. It's done. I'm like, what? Wow. Just right, real quick, just that turnaround. That's great. Yeah, or or he has a sketch done and he's like, okay, now that I have the sketch, it will just take me another day to color it and add in details. And I'm like, how do you do this that fast? You know, artists, are, their minds are amazing tools. And I, that's how I feel like we are, especially if you're, if you're creating content and stuff like that. We're all artists. And the way our brains think and the way we can just put it down i mean for instance being able to to make fan fiction and being able to see that in your brain know what you want to say know what you want the characters to say and then seeing somebody else's interpretation of that as well i think it's that it's a beautiful thing you know i i 
graduated, I had I have my bachelor's in theater. So I had and, and nobody had any idea of that. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I uh I'm able to use that. I'm able to utilize that and the things that I learned with that and bring it to the website and bring it to my scenes. And you know, I've had a couple people, I love C dub. C dubs is one of my favorite model he's just such a sweet guy and he's a good friend of mine but he has done a little bit of the quote-unquote porn acting I guess you can say now because of me um one of the best ones was a holiday hog tie because I had him decorating the studio and he used my hog tie and got stuck so he goes, I have to act. I go, I'll suck it up. It's going to be all 30 seconds. You're fine. It's good. It's going to be great. And people eat that shit up. I eat that shit up. I love stuff like that. I love a scenario where it's like, you know, um, oh, one of my favorite ones was, was with uh, Javier and C-Dubs, where Javier would not wear his Halloween costume. And it's like, okay, so let's let's talk this out. Let's Let's figure it out. So, you know, then you can incorporate things in the scene and like as you're tickling somebody, you're you're doing a jab and saying, you know, oh, well, you know, if you just wore the costume, it wouldn't we wouldn't have this issue. You know, you need to have a story. You can't you can't just keep. Hey, come on in. I'm going to tickle you. Okay, you've been tickled. Now you can tickle me. You know, we need to start. I need to start uh, really getting some more scenarios going, which. Thank God for Spirit of Halloween and and 25% off the day after it closes because I got a whole boatload of costumes and I'm like, I can't wait to use these. These are going to be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I I totally agree. Like, if you don't have that creative outlet for it, you know, it's too boring that way. Like, you know, like it's not that it's boring, but it's like okay, it's good, but then it's done. Like, if you add something around it to make like a story, Mm-hmm. It, it makes it a lot more fun. Oh, absolutely. And, and the thing is with holidays and stuff, like you got to incorporate stuff with the holidays. Like things are always going on. People want to do it. Um, I got one coming up. I had just an, uh, an update today. Uh, the way I have my my site set up is I update twice a week. I update Mondays and, fr- and Fridays. Um, but with everything that I have, Friday's kind of like my wild card. So it like right now it's all the tickle fest stuff that I had recorded uh, is coming out on Fridays and then Mondays since it's December it's been all holiday stuff. So I just had holiday hogtie with C Dubs last week. He got me this week, and then next week is pups for Santa, where Santa doesn't just want to have reindeer anymore. He wants to have pups with him as well so i had one of my pup friends uh come into the chair and we did a whole little bit like he was auditioning he's auditioning for pups for santa you need to have the stamina for everything so you know we just had a really good time and he was one of the ones i was actually like really nervous to to be in the chair because i've tickled him before and he loses his mind every time but he was like i don't think i could be in the chair and take that for such a long period of time and what people don't understand is yeah we we're going to have that scene go and that scene can go for you know 15 minutes to half hour i've had up to an hour session before recorded but we're not going to just 
constantly berate you like I will always check in especially when I'm moving when I'm moving the camera and everything you know I will always check in hey do you need a break do you want your arms down would you like some water you know it's taking care of the person we're here we're here to do a job yeah but you got to take care of your subs you got to take care of your people so I think that's another reason why he was like this was a lot more fun than I expected and I absolutely want to come back so you know there we are oh yeah definitely um the i think the more fun and the more safe it is i think you'd have like a lot more repeats than uh than you normally would right absolutely absolutely uh i have people who have been in town i got together did a session with them and have said i need to come back to orlando and have another session with you or i've got people you know all over all over the globe who have been saying matt i would really love to love to have a session with you i love your content like let's let's go and let's go and do this you know i've got a couple friends over in the uk who have been like hey we've got a jacuzzi and wine let's go and i went done i'll be over shortly so the new year is definitely looking very interesting and i'm, I'm very excited for where going because it's I'm going to be in the studio. I'm going to be traveling all over the place so that I can have all this work. Um, as far as like the the states, though, is there a state where you find more people are willing than other states? It's funny because a lot of like bigger cities like Orlando, like Chicago, like New York, you know, you're going to have you've got millions of people in in these cities so of course you're going to find more people who are going to be like yeah let's do this let's let's have fun but you know i know people in like south dakota who you know they've worked with me before and they're like okay like if you ever come to south dakota like we're here we'll 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 do whatever we'll do whatever we can for you or um oh we're coming to orlando like when are you free uh i think Atlanta, Atlanta was a lot of fun because you had a, a lot of people there and Fest was there as well. Uh, Philly has a lot of people, which I love. And I'm originally from South Jersey as well. So going over the Ben Franklin Bridge has always been nothing. You know, I, if I wanted to get, that was the ongoing joke when I was living in New Jersey and South Jersey was, oh, that's 20 minutes away. Literally everything, if you wanted to do something artistic or whatever, it was either, do you want to go to Atlantic City or do you want to go to Philadelphia? So other than that, there was really nothing in the area. The one thing we had was a bowling alley in my town and the competitor in the town over burned it down. I was like, yo, the firefighters said it was the most beautiful fire they had ever seen. Oh, I'm boy. insane. I'm insane. That- I know. <laughs> The most beautiful fire they've ever. Oh god! Well, because of all the wax on the balls and everything, like they said, they they had magenta flames and like lime green and you know a neon yellow flame. Like these are they're like don't breathe this because this is really bad for you to breathe. But it, God, it's pretty. We think mm-hmm. that area is cursed now. That's just that's just our thoughts. But that's why uh. I got that's why I got out of Jersey. I went to I went to Florida. I wanted to go somewhere where. I could express my kinks. I could express, you know, being interested in tickling and feet and things like that. And it's the funniest thing. I love it. I love it when there's, 
you run into the people who just want to see the world burn because they're miserable pieces of shit themselves. Uh, you know, I've been on Scruff or I've been on Grinder or Growler or whatever, and I've had people just go, ew, you're into tickling. And I go, ew, is that your face? And then we block each other. It's great. So... <laughs> Oh my oh, god, my that god. that is a that's an amazing comeback. I have to remember that it was <laughs> your face. I, you have just given me the best comeback I will use now. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, like seriously, I am I am willing to talk to anybody about anything, and I understand. Like my kinks are not for everybody. You know, I know I, my my husband my, himself. He is more of a vanilla person, and you know, he likes, you know, just kind of like the standard sex. He like, he'll do all the different positions and everything, but bondage, totally not into it. Like I got my first bondage set in Jersey and he tied me down and he goes, how does that feel? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Let's me up. And I go, okay, well you should, you should try it. You know, I'm not going to do anything, but just so you can feel what it's like. And literally I hit the final strap and within three seconds, he goes, up, I'm done, up. And I go, all right, you're fine. So I get it that it's not for everybody, but to want to watch the world burn and just try to bring other people down because of something that they like, if I'm not hurting anybody, go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I totally 100% agree with that. I, I've had moments like that, too, where it's like, uh, okay, um, if it's not doing anything, then why should it matter? Right, exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think being able to understand that this is the path that I want to take in my life, you know, like I told you before, I was a recruiter and I will not mention the company, but the company that I was working for is very, very famous company. And I was so unhappy with what was going on and I hated my job and I decided that I wanted to do this full time. And I was like, listen, let's stick with the job. We'll get the website going. Once the website can sustain me for everything, then we'll quit the job, blah, blah, blah. But that didn't happen the way that way. <laughs> um, you know, we had, I had friends who were leaving and I was putting in my two weeks. I was like, you know what? It's been a real shit week. Uh, my boss was doing things that my boss should not be doing, like setting up hiring events without letting the recruiters know. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Some, some of the things that she started doing. So I typed up my two weeks and I left it on my desktop and I was just like, you know what? It's Friday. We actually don't have a hiring event today. It's calm. It's cool. It's collected. We've got maybe four people coming in today. Let's see how the day goes. And not an hour after I start doing my work, I can hear her, my boss, screaming at one of my friends who was leaving, saying things like, I don't know what you've been doing these past four years, that they didn't offer you this HR generalist position. You know, I have half a mind to call over to your new job and let them know what type of a worker they're getting. Well, first off, we all work in HR, so we know you can't do that. That's slander and defamation of character. You can't, you can't do that. So you're going to try to intimidate her with that. But not only that, loud enough so I can hear, loud enough so the rest of the crew can hear, and loud enough so any of the guests in our lobby could hear. 
I'm like, nope, send. Three o'clock comes around that day and she's starting to talk to me about normal things. And I said, you haven't gotten my email, have you? She goes, no, what did it say? She goes, I go, you're going to hate me, but I'm, I'm putting my two weeks in. Okay, that's it. No fighting for me, no nothing. And I was one of her best recruiters. Yeah, I, go, I was just about to say that was, that seemed like a lossy waiting to happen. <laughs> and I said, you and I are very strong-minded individuals. I don't think uh, it's conducive to a healthy work environment if I were to stay here. And I think I need to go pursue other endeavors. You know, mind you, I had an OnlyFans at that point. I started just for fans and clips for sale as well. The website had not taken off yet. Like we were, I was just about to sign a contract next month. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she goes, it's okay, Matt. Um, I didn't see it working out between us anyway. I just don't see a work ethic in you that I need for people on my team. I went, no work ethic. I said, I've got the least amount of recs out of anybody here combined. And I have a full filing cabinet of people that you can call at any point whenever a job that they are good for comes up. No work ethic. I said, you can have that opinion. I said, it's a shitty fucking opinion, but you can have it. And she looks at me and she goes, what do you, well, what are you planning on doing? And I look at her dead in her face. And you know what I said? I said, you really want to know? She goes, yeah. I go, I'm going to go do porn. And she laughs at me. And I'm stone-faced. Oh, my. And I, I look at her and she looks at me and she goes, you're serious, aren't you? I go, I'm dead serious. I said, I've been doing porn since before you got here. And she goes, great, make that money. I said, I will. And I quit my job. I quit my job. You know, about a month before the site was taken off, I was able to sustain myself enough. I knew it was going to get tight. You know, it's it's only fans. It's just for fans. It's, you know, unless you're like the top one percent of people, you know, it can be it can fluctuate. You know, things can happen. But I was able to sustain myself. My husband was very supportive of me. He was he was actually the one that said, I don't like the person who's coming home. I don't like seeing you upset i like seeing you doing things that you enjoy and you enjoy your fetishes you enjoy your kinks so do it make money make the money doing that so well i i also just have a question about the money thing though like mm -hmm. you know from my experience i've tried to do like commission stuff with the stuff that i do but i found out that everyone wants everything for free nowadays and they don't want to pay for good content anymore do you see a lot of that happening where people like they'll they'll like stuff on say your instagram or something and when it comes to saying oh well do you want a commission of that or do you want to pay this they're like dead silent it's you're always going to run into that no matter what and it's just a lot of it is people who say, why am I going to pay for porn when I can get it for free? You're right. You can get free porn. You can get free things all over the place. The thing is, I am offering you, it's finding your niche. That's what it comes down to. You know, I'm offering you something that, yeah, you can get a preview of on Pornhub, but do you want, do you want to see just a five-minute clip or do you want to see the full 25-minute 20, clip? You know, there's so much more that happened with it. And on top yeah. of that, you know, with with like the five minute previews and everything, we've also got a trailer for the website. So a portion of that five minutes is going towards the trailer. So, you know, so, yeah, that five minutes has now turned into 
four minutes and 30 seconds or four minutes and 15 seconds. You know, you can find it, you can get it. And I've, I've had people who are like, I, you know, I just can't afford this right now. And it's like, well, that's fine. I'm going to constantly be putting out previews. Um, I do Twitter mainly because Instagram likes to, likes to disable people. Uh, and oh, I, too much. I've, yeah. I've been disabled twice and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, so I will go down on the Twitter ship until it crashes and burns. Uh, and then once that happens, then I'll move on to something else. But I'm also very fortunate because I've got an entire team behind me with my website who is able to, you know, put out promotions and, and really put out onto Pornhub and Thumbzilla and, and X hamster and things like that and show, Hey, here's the preview. Here's the link to the website. Go to, you know, if you want to see more, go to it. But you know what? I know people who can easily get off in five minutes and just be like, Hey, five minutes is fine. I go, you know what? That's great. Enjoy it. I'm here to let people enjoy it. You know, there's so much more that can come of it if you were to go onto the website. You know, it's just here's the preview. I remember, listen, I remember being a kid with dial up. Oh, God, my age is showing. And just uh, trying to look at porn and seeing it, you know, oh, come yes. up one one bar at a time and then somebody's coming yep. in so you gotta hit the x button but it won't stop loading so then you're panicking and you just unplug yep. everything from the wall not that i did that in real life i will neither confirm nor deny it but you know we are we are at a point where everything's at your fingertips and if you don't want to pay for the site that's fine don't pay for the site if you want to see more come on in you know the water's fine everything's great uh we've always got deals going on for the website as well so you know if you want to pay a monthly subscription you're more than welcome to we have a three-month subscription we've got a we've got a year subscription you know a year subscription for a hundred bucks like you can't beat that so and you're able to see everything in its entirety you know you don't you're not just seeing a, a small snippet of what it is you can see you know i don't think i've done anything really maybe one or two videos that are less than 10 minutes, but every video that I do is at least 10 minutes. So that's a lot. That's a lot of laughter that can go on there. That's a lot of foot worship that can go in there as well. So, you know, with the, with the question, do I find that people don't want to pay? Of course, of course I find that there are people who don't want to pay, but at the same time, there are for every one person who doesn't want to pay, there's 10 people who do. So, you know, it's, it's just finding, it's finding that niche. It's finding that group of people who wants, who wants to really see this content, who really wants to uh, dive deeper into it and not just see a three to five minute preview of it, you know? Oh yeah, I know. Plus what you were saying before with like the way that stuff has changed with, you know, modern technology, you know, the stuff you were saying, I can remember when I was younger, you know, doing the same exact thing, waiting so long for sites to load in which you're watching like a minute or two clip and you're waiting like a half hour, 45 minutes. Just for, that for that one minute, minute for that yes. one minute. And so now you can get that five minute clip in three seconds and not even or worry sooner. or sooner. You know, some people are, are just, they got it all. So a lot of times it's, it's, 
I think it's a lot more common to have people who want to pay for something than it is for people to not want to pay for certain things. Uh, when you show that you have a good product, people are going to want it, plain and simple. You know, I think what I've seen with many websites, I remember there are some websites that, I, that just don't exist anymore because they would not keep themselves fresh. They wouldn't keep, they wouldn't do anything exciting. They do the same exact thing over and over again. A lot of the same models, you know, it's, it gets, it gets tiresome. So what do we do? We have to keep pushing the envelope, keep on, Hey, what's going to be interesting? What's going to be fun? You know, I'm very much in, into inclusivity and everything like that. You know, I had a model uh, who was, his name was Kane. His, his model name was Kane. Uh, Kane has cerebral palsy. And he actually said to me, he goes, do you want, are you sure you want me on the site? I don't know if people are going to like it. I go, are you ticklish? Very. There's your qualification right there. Like, you know, and he was gorgeous. Like, he's gorgeous, man. Just because he has cerebral palsy doesn't mean he can't do this. And that's something that I, I like to show on my on my site. You know, people have their have their niches. You know, you've got the websites where they're completely chiseled and, and it's the it's the Dom gods and they're being whipped and having wax thrown on them and all these muscles and everything. And it's like great. Keep keep at it keep at it, keep doing it, keep making some amazing content like that. I will continue to show the average person, you know, do yeah. I want our, our, our slogan for the website is um, from cubs to chubs, twinks and twunks, muscles, mass, and more, you know, mm -hmm. it, it encompasses everything. And on top of that, ticklish chubs is also, a play on words. It might be a Jersey thing, but when you're getting hard, like we used to call it getting a chub. So I actually have heard that because sometimes we get Jersey things come into like Eastern PA. So yes, I have yes. heard of that. So, you know, we call it getting a chub. So that was another, another thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to have a play on words. Yes. We're going to have chubby guys, but mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, we're going to have people who just have a little bit of extra meat. We're going to have people who have muscles. We're going to have a porn star. You know, we're going to have these, you know, different walks of life. They're going to yep. be older. They're going to be younger. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be black. They're going to be white. They're going to be Asian. They're going to be everybody because everybody should be able to enjoy this. Plus people have different tastes too. Like I know exactly. for me, I know for me personally, you know, the, the chiseled stuff you were talking about, that's not really my thing. Like it's okay to see once in a while, but not too often if mm -hmm. it's overdone. You know, what, what I'd love is like, I'd rather see something like a guy in their twenties being, you know, like, you know, done over by someone who's in their sixties or seventies, you know, that's something that would turn me on that more than seeing. Dynamic. Yeah. You know, that would, but you know, someone who's like, you know, not, like you said, you know, like not chiseled on the heavy side, on the, you know, like that's great in my opinion. Over, you know, what you said with the chiseled stuff, that that 
Right. Very no. similar. And that's and that's fine. Listen, some I'm, some people are into that. There are going to be people who do not like my website, and that is fine. And I is totally okay because I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You know, I had I saw a com- <laughs> I saw a comment on a video, and it was, you know, such and such. Uh, uh, the reason why I love these videos is because they don't need to talk to filled the air in their in their video or something like that and it was a video that i was in and i'm a very i very much taunt and i i i do all that i'm talking the entire time because that adds it to for me you know i love being taunted at when i'm being tickled i love taunting others when i'm tickling so i think it adds to the mood it adds to the fun and everything if people aren't into that, that's fine. It's all good. We've got some videos where nobody's talking and everybody's just laughing. Like, it's great. But we have a lot of videos where I am taunting and doing things like that. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You know, if I'm not your cup of tea, that's great. I can be your shot of whiskey if you want to. So. Yeah, yeah, I I 100% agree with that. And, you know, it's, I, I think the problem is I think mostly society, and you might agree with this, like they put together too much of like an ideal porn store, like an ideal model, and that doesn't always work. I think a lot you can do this not just with porn and not not just with the internet, with everything. Like we we have yeah. an ideal of what is the best, what should we look like, what should we be doing, what should. We, if it's not your cup of tea, don't drink it. Plain and simple, you know. And that's something that's been so freeing with with this site and everything. It's like this is what I want to do. This is what I want to show. This is what I want to talk about, and I want to normalize it. There, I, you know, if you go to the website, you'll notice it's very colorful. There, you know, the logo is literally my leg tattoo. It's that rainbow feather. You know, I, when we were coming up with the color scheme and everything for the site, I said, I don't want this to be, we lurk in the shadows. I don't want this to be, you know, the darker colors, the black, the red, the gray, the brown, all. No, I want vibrant colors. I want, I want to celebrate this. I want to have fun with this, you know. Can we get, can we get into some really kinky shit? Absolutely. But at the same time, we're here to have fun. We're here to enjoy ourselves as well, not hide ourselves. You know, being at Fest, you know, I went to I went to uh, one of the one of the board members who's now the director, and that very first Fest, that last day, I sobbed my eyes out and I looked at him and I said, "You have changed my life. This has changed my life." Because I understood in that moment just how important my fetishes are to me, just how important my kinks are to me, and that I'm not willing to compromise this for anybody else. You know, it makes me happy. It makes me want to continue on and doing things like this. And I'm very fortunate to have a husband that I've been with for 13 years who under who has seen me in my oh, I can't talk about this phase into the, hey, by the way, I'm into this phase, into the, hey, this is me phase, you know? So he has seen me 
run the gambit and grow in my kinks and in my fetishes. And he it has always been one to say, if it's something you enjoy, who am I to take that away from you? I'm the person who loves you the most, you know? So, of course, go out. Enjoy your kinks. Enjoy your fetish. And I don't have to record every single one. Like, that's the best thing about it is that, yes, this is my job as well, but I still need to keep it fresh for me. And being able to learn that and understand, hey, not everything needs to be on camera. Some of the most fun that we can have is off camera. And and some of the most fun that we can have is when you're not worrying about what's the lighting looking like when you're not worrying about where's my iPhone so that I know, you know, what angle I'm getting and that at the, at the proper time, you know, it's being able to keep all of that separated as well. And that's what makes it exciting. And that's what makes it a lot of fun. I show my husband the clips and I go, Hey, what do you think? He goes, looks great. Love it. You know, it's not his thing, but he can look at it from a, technical point of view and just be like that looks great this looks great i can't hear this this sounds a little too much right here and we can work on that as well so it's just i'm very very fortunate well yeah it sounds like it um yeah just from hearing your experiences it sounds like you're very much more fortunate than i was uh oh Oh, goodness well hey that's that's the thing is that I open it up to everybody. I have a lot. I have a few people who do not want to show their face on camp. So I actually got a skull, like a skull cap so that you can just see their eyes and mouth and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, it hides their identity very well, but you know, a lot of times uh, people don't want to record with them at that point. Like they're like, I will do a video, but I don't want my face shown. And is having a face on camera a lot better? Always. 100%. It is always better. But at the same time, I don't want to deprive somebody the experience that they want to show mm-hmm. and that they want that they want to have. You know, you don't want to show your yeah. face? That's great. You know? And there's other, there's other ways, too. I know of another guy um, who, like, does a lot of amateur stuff. And during his sessions, you know, he'll have different like breathable masks like you know mostly mm-hmm. the one I see most of all is spider-man masks but he has others too where you know it doesn't you can't see the guy's face at all right Fine. and it's like it it works beautifully you know mm-hmm. so it, it can add to that fantasy it's that anonymity it's you know i know for me personally when i see scenes like that i put myself in their shoes and it's like what if I were that helpless? What if I, you know, couldn't be recognized by anybody? You know, people can't, people aren't going to be able to see me, but I've got very blonde hair right now. You know, what if they can't see that hair that's very distinguishable yep. on me? You know, it's that's that kind of is exciting as well. I have a couple things. I have gas masks now, and I, there's a couple things that I want to incorporate with that for people who don't want to show their face. And that's fine. I have one, I have one model, we call him the doctor, because he's always going to wear a surgical mask and he's always going to be in mm-hmm. like scrubs or like a doctor's outfit uh, because he doesn't want to show his face. And that is perfectly fine. I understand with professions and things like that. It's all cool. I get it. You know, 
but we're going to continue on and we're going to make this work. And some of the doctor scenes that we have have been hysterically funny and have been a lot of fun to watch as well. Oh yeah. Plus for some people that I've seen is usually hiding that identity helps them with their marketing too. Like for instance, um, I know this since I'm bisexual, I also know females who do this kind of stuff, um, especially with amateur stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's this one Instagram model. um, She calls herself um, like she calls herself cat. So she has like a half cat mask over it to hide her real identity but ah. that became part of her marketing too that though. is very euphoria have you seen euphoria uh i heard of it there's one of the characters on there she does the exact same thing she puts a cat mask on to hide her identity while she's doing these live shows it's brilliant like i mean it adds it adds to the fun of it you know i had a friend who wants to get into just kind of like showing her feet and showing off her body and everything like that and she's very you know she's a goth person and she loves that lifestyle and i said great come up with the tag call it lilith slayer or something you know be lilith do what do what you want you know you don't need to show your face you don't you don't need to be able to do all that you know yeah plus whenever um especially with instagram i don't know about other sites but especially with instagram you know, once you build up that following, you could make your account more private. This way, if you have fears of, you know, your identity being recognized, you know, that won't be a problem if you make it more private once you build up that audience. Right, exactly. Or, you know, you go onto you go onto Twitter and you have a, a private account on there. You know, you do you do what you can. I I for a while had what I call my vanilla account. And then my, I had my kinkstagram is what I called it. And then, excuse me. And then, you know, I would have my Twitter, which would just connect to my kinkstagram. And then we, we went from there, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Um, Oh boy. It's already quarter of four. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I did not realize that. I was talking so much and enjoying our conversation again. I was enjoying That's, this too. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, like I like I told my previous guest, um, if you know of anyone who would like to come on the podcast, please send them my way and I'll Absolutely. see what I can do. Absolutely. I'll see I'll see what I can do as well, see who I can find, uh see who would like to listen because you know, I loved I loved listening to the first episode as well, and I think, I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I I and I would love to come back as well. Oh, definitely, yes. We we can have you. I can have you come back. And uh, I almost said we like. There's another person inside my head. Ah! <laughs> it's okay because you little... you you wear many different hats. So you're directing yes. this. You're you're editing it. You're wearing different. You, you can say we. It's all good. I have loved you. You know, you ever seen SpongeBob? You know, yes. like, you, you know, that moment where they threw out a test and you, the little ones are running around his brain. Yeah, that's me all the yes. time. That, oh that is me God. all the time. I love like, it. There are a bunch of me's in here just screaming their heads off while everything's on fire. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, so <laughs> we good. We threw out his name. We threw out his name. <laughs> 
so good so good yeah but but yeah thank you so much for coming on i greatly appreciate it and i had an absolute blast and just to do a little plug for me if you are interested in seeing any of my content uh you can always see it on ticklishchubs.com uh, I also have an OnlyFans and just for fans. I am ticklefan18 on there. And if you just like to look for clips as well, I also have clips for sale under Ticklish Chums. So uh, head on over, have some fun, have a laugh with us. Whatever you want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh. You, you can have that one. I, I won't trademark it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I got you. Uh, Brilliant. Uh.